Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and you heard it right there. This is special coverage of uh, the classroom. 2020, back to school. It's an exciting time. Uh, think back to your uh, first days of school, either your very first day in kindergarten. I remember mine. It was raining. Uh, I got up on the school bus, sprinted from uh, the porch where I grew up on Eagle Street, and uh, ran across the sidewalk up onto the bus, Route 1. In my raincoat, and uh, I also I wore a, I wore a suit and tie on my first day of school. I, I went to a public school, no uniforms, but I thought uh, I thought you know I I, I look sharp. Well, I can tell you it was uh, it was a shorts and a t-shirt day too. After I saw what everyone else was wearing, anyway, it's an exciting time. Before we get into this in earnest, I do want to point out uh, one thing from the numbers just now shared by KSL News Radio's Nick Wyatt on the COVID nineteen front. Uh, some uh, unfortunately. Uh, two additional individuals have passed away, a female uh, between 65 and 84 and a gentleman uh, over 85 years of age, uh, hospitalized both of them at the time of their passing. And the rolling average, uh, the seven-day rolling average for positive tests still uh, still uh, south uh, of that goal set by uh, Governor Herbert for September 1. So we're in good shape there, 354. The goal he put out uh, was 400. The number I want to point to here, though, is hospitalizations. This is one of the lower hospitalization numbers that I have seen uh, in a number of weeks. For some time, we've been hovering uh, right around 200. Today, uh, there are, as reported by the Utah Department of Health, 139 people currently hospitalized. That's a positive. That's a positive. As our uh, look into the coronavirus and the way we measure it has uh, changed throughout the past number of months, uh, one item has remained constant, and that uh, has been keeping a close eye on the limits of hospitals. And as we see this number going down, we know that hospitals are all the more uh, prepared and able and nimble uh, to further combat that. So that's good news. There's very good news in the numbers of today. Now, back to schools. Today, in the state of Utah, a pair of districts have opened up. Murray School District started uh, its in-class instruction, as well as Wasatch. And uh, KSL News Radio's Mary Richards joins us now, who spent her morning uh, in the Murray School District. Mary, how are you? Yeah, really well. And I just got to say, I can totally picture you in a suit and tie going like to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> it was they were gray pants. I remember these gray kind of wannabe leather shoes and then a bright yellow uh a bright yellow raincoat. I can remember it vividly. It was you know uh, not that long ago, but it was a while back. Uh and it was a wonderful, exciting, terrifying uh and joyous 
day. And I look forward to, if you'd indulge me, uh, for just a few years from now when little baby Piper climbs up onto yes. the bus for her first day of school. And you may cry. I, You know, I almost cried today watching those kids, and they weren't my own, coming um, down the street, down the sidewalk, or up the sidewalk, or off the bus to this one school where I was hanging out this morning, McMillan Elementary in Murray City, because they just looked so freshly scrubbed and ready to go in their darling outfits they picked out and their two big backpacks clunking along and then their masks. Mm. Some of them, you could tell, I feel like they'd had their mom make them one or they'd purchased one that was like their favorite color or pattern or, you know, matched with their new outfit. Others, it was just, all right, fine, give me the mask, I'll wear it. Mm. You, I could almost tell based on their faces and watching them come down and the older siblings helping the little kids or the parents coming with their big cameras around their necks, also wearing masks. It was the first day of school, but it was so different at the same time. Do you think some of those, some of those things that you observe, the, the joy and the aid being rendered by bigger, uh, older siblings and the parents and all that, would you have observed that, do you think, uh, on a regular year if your assignment was to cover the first day of school or would have just been, okay, yeah, everyone got to school and all that? Do we have, are, are we fixating more uh, or are we paying more expr- extra special attention to uh, the the niceties and to the uh, to the little joyous moments uh, due to this coronavirus, you think? I think I am. I know in the past for back to school uh, st- stories and angles that I've done, it's often been um, safety or yeah. um, you know with um, cars and watching out as they cross the street and you know all these other angles. And today it was just. How are they going to do this? Are they going to keep their mask on? Are they going to stay socially distant in their line before they go in? Are they going to eat lunch carefully and wipe down the, you know, all these extra things? So I think I was looking for that joy. I was looking in their face to see, can they do this? Are they going to be resilient? Are they going to step up to this challenge of being in class during a pandemic? Cherishing and treasuring that which we used to take for granted may end up being one of the great silver linings of this uh, pandemic and all the new approaches to to life as we live it. Uh, So once they get into the classroom, how did things go once they got into school? I think pretty well. Um, There were only about um, 50% of Murray School District students who were choosing every day in class, uh, 30% with a hybrid. So there were fewer students there today. So there was the room to spread out. I really saw these teachers just stepping up to the training that they'd received and working on everybody staying in their line and staying where they needed to be and not crossing over you know, just worrying so they could do contact tracing. You could totally tell that they were keeping them all separated. So it looked like they were really just focusing on that, still trying to make it about learning. But I think this first like while is going to just be about training, (laughs) you know, all about these procedures they were telling me about, about how, when they're going to wash hands and how they're going to handle lunchtime and how they're going to go down the hallway. They got arrows in the hallways, you know, and all those things. So, but I think it went well. The parents I talked to seemed pretty optimistic. Uh, One parent, Jeanette Bowen was just saying, you know, I think kids will step up and they will do this. And they missed school so much. She said her children, I mean, it's been five months. They just missed it so much. And those teachers miss those kids. And that connection that comes with schooling is something they were really looking forward to. Another parent I interviewed, they chose the hybrid option. She wanted to kind of cut back a little bit on the exposure at school. So he'd go like two or three days and be home for the others. So they're going to be working that out this week, too, and figuring out when to log on at home and what, how to work that all out. So it's, it's an adjustment for sure. Our parents, uh, and forgive my ignorance, are our parents locked into a decision or if a few weeks go by, maybe a month or so, and uh, numbers are okay, can you opt out then of hybrid? Or if you have your, uh, 
your student home for exclusive online learning. Can, can you send them in each day? Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I think it's varying by district. I've heard of a mm-hmm. lot of them that are trying to do that at the term mark. I say, see. You know, and then making it just easier. Okay, now we'll move some in or we'll move some out. But they really did want to give parents that choice to say, oh, it's going well. Our case counts are going down. Okay, come back in. Or, oh, it's not. Let's cut back. We choose now to be at home more. There's a lot of districts giving that flexibility. And it's understandably important that you'd want to know those numbers and you'd want to be able to operate with those predictable numbers for some time when you uh, handle things like capacity and different planning. You said something a, a moment ago in- interesting about like not crossing the line and staying lined up where they ought to be. I, I've seen some interesting pictures, some that you and yourself have even posted on social media. Uh, w- w- what are these lines and w- w- how is yeah. movement from class to class being handled? Yeah, it's almost like when you go to the grocery store, it uh, almost probably exists. Exactly, like on the grocery store, and they say, wrong way. You have to follow the flow. I, they just want these hallways to be a flow of not getting jumbled together yeah. of these kids. And they're big on contact tracing so they can isolate. If there happens to be any sort of case that pops up, they can say it was only this class group, you know, that might have been exposed to that because we've been keeping them separated in the hallway, walking only on the marks they're supposed to walk on at the times they're supposed to walk through that hallway and those kinds of precautions. Mary, thank you so much. KSL News Radio's Mary Richards spent her morning with the Murray School District observing day one of this new educational experiment in this new COVID era. Mary, thank you so much. You're welcome. All righty. We're going to take a quick break right here, get a little bit of news. When we return, we'll be speaking uh, with an official from the Murray School District. How did it go uh, from the inside? Doug Perry is my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. You heard me describe my adorable outfit. On my first day of kindergarten, suit and tie and all that, I thought, uh, uh, yeah, even going to public school, I thought, you know, I ought to be, I ought to be looking smart here as I show up uh, on day one. Uh, well, the, the teasing and the taunting led me to wear shorts and a T-shirt the next day. Uh, I remember also, first day of third grade, big into Garfield, the cartoon cat there at the time, uh, and I, I had a big Garfield T-shirt on. That's how important and I think how uh, uh, how weighty the first day of school is for for students uh, across the country across the globe right you're back uh, you're with your friends and this year in particular after having been away for so long five months i think uh, for many of these students uh, in particular in the murray school district getting back uh, today uh, to greet each other and to give their you know long distance uh, no contact high fives uh, a lot of hey how you doing and now we have a new fashion accessory the mask uh, so everyone's comparing uh, masks with one another. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a joyous day, uh, a day which also, though, uh, we need to remember uh, maintains a certain level of caution. All right. We've got some safeguards in place and, uh, and everyone involved in this team effort from the students uh, to the teachers, uh, to the administrators and parents even uh, need to be doing their part. Joining us now, an official from the Murray School District, Doug Perry, to give us a sense of how things have been going so far on this first day. Uh, Doug, sir, how are you? Hey, doing great, Lee. Uh, first off, congratulations to you. It's day one. Uh, you <laughs> and another district, uh, some of the few uh, to be starting right now, you're, you're leading from the front. You're showing uh, the rest of Utah how it's done. How has the day gone today? You know, we are, we are really pleased, Lee. Um, we had the chance, I had the chance to go around and visit each of the schools after they had uh, – started up for the day, uh, many of them anyway, in our district. And as, as I walked around the classrooms, 
I really took note of, of the discipline that the students had, the sense of respect that they had for distancing and the other protocols that we've asked of them. And so I'm really, really pleased. It just seems to have gone really, really smooth so far. Um, let's just hope that we can keep it going that way. That, that's really the big question. Do these students, once they return to the building, uh, once the teachers have explained to them exactly how this is going to go, will they adhere to those guidelines? And your report is that, uh, for the most part, the attitude and the willingness to comply is uh, is pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm very, very pleased. That's all I saw was compliance. Um, I can't think of any example of a student stepping out of line or doing something that didn't seem appropriate or, or fit within the protocols that we're trying to teach with them. And I think that they're taking it serious. I think that the parents have really done a good job. It, it, it appears to me that they've taken the time to teach their students about the different protocols that they're going to be expected to follow and the different, you know, ways in which they're going to have to learn. And, and I think they've, by and large, taken that uh, seriously. And, and that really brings a lot of confidence, I think, to both our educators and and to our uh, district officials for sure to to make us feel like hey this this can work any any surprises today anything you you observe today you and other officials uh, that may lead you to to alter some of the some of the guidelines or uh, maybe an abundance of compliance or something anything catch you off guard or surprise you not really anything off guard just the the fact that they they you know they're kids and so they want to be around each other they want to uh, you know shove each other and, and do things that are playful with each other out on the playground. And, and you know, I saw, I didn't see an absence of that, but at the same time, I didn't see the level of it maybe I would have seen otherwise. There just seemed to be a, a general uh, respect for that. And yet I saw them having a lot of fun together. They were playing and, and playing uh, games out on the playground that I used to play when I was, when I was their age. And they were, they were doing a lot of the same things that seemed normal for kids. And that makes us feel good. What were they playing? I'm sorry? What were they playing out there on the playground? Oh, the, you know, like four squares, tossing the ball back and forth, um, tag, and, you know, nothing nothing too crazy, but just things that are just normal kid things that they do, jump rope, um, those sort of things. It's beautiful, honestly, you know, not to get too melodramatic about it, but uh, we for the and these students in particular for the past five months have been deprived of this type of thing. And uh, yeah. the games you described, those are things that, uh, you know, one year ago uh, we took them for granted and uh, you know, yeah. just part of recess and all that. But today uh, they are these uh, treasured events, which we uh, I don't think we'll be taking for granted anytime soon. Uh, teachers, how are teachers feeling today? Teachers, for the most part, and again, I haven't seen or talked to very many because obviously they were teaching and I didn't want to interrupt them. But from what I could see in the little bits that I did interact, I, it's been very positive as well. They seem very upbeat. They seem excited to be back in the classroom. Uh, they seem ready to teach. They seem ready for the protocols that were asked of them. And that's part of one of the things that we did with our particular district was to give them sort of a break-in period of two weeks where we're just going to do half days and let them kind of get used to it and also let the students get used to, you know, these this new way of learning and this, these new protocols. Um, that first two weeks, I think, is going to be critical to helping them build their confidence and, and feel good about things. Outstanding. Uh, you know, the students are all headed home now, and they're giving mom and dad the report, uh, and who knows, uh, you know, what version of things they're going to get. What, what message do you have uh, for parents uh, who are listening right now after what you have observed in the schools today? Yeah, I'm just, I just want to echo what I've already shared, that, you know, we can do this. This is something that 
if we really work hard and continue to communicate with our kids, continue to teach them about those safeguards, those things that, that are going to be important for them to do in class each day, the distancing, the, wearing, the wearing of the mask, washing their hands, if we can just teach them, continue to beat that drum with them and help them to understand the importance of that, not take it for granted, not slack off on it. I think that, that that's the message I would want uh, for our parents to know is that we can do this and that and if we can continue to do those protocols, then we'll, we'll come out of this okay. Very good. Uh, Doug Perry, official with Murray School District, thank you so much. Uh, and let me say before you go, I, I admire you for what you're doing, you and the other officials, the teachers, uh, everyone involved in educating these kids. You have a Herculean task on a normal year, and on top of that, now you've got to help uh, mitigate the spread of a global pandemic. All right, my hat's off to you. Keep up the good work. If there's anything that this program can do to help in your efforts, uh, you've got the number. Let's connect. I appreciate that, Lee, and we're, we're really grateful for your support. And uh, just help us continue to get that message out there. Absolutely. Quick break. When we return, we'll be speaking with uh, another official from another school district, Wasatch School District. Dr. Peterson, Director of Academics, will be my guest to let me know uh, how things went on that front. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I, right now, as I sit here, am feeling the excitement uh, that I uh, that I craved and enjoyed on day one of school every year throughout my uh, 14 years. I'm sorry, 13. I, I, I went the appropriate number. 13 years. Uh, from kindergarten to 12th grade, uh, every day one was exciting. And uh, I, I envy the kids going back to school today. Uh, I don't envy these unique circumstances in which they find themselves, but I think uh, one of the themes that we've been discussing here throughout uh, today's program is that uh, because of what these students have endured for the past five months or so, uh, that much of what we took for granted in years past, uh, we are today uh, cherishing as sweet and important and fleeting. Uh, that's, uh, you know, seeing a smile on your friend's face, if you can uh, perceive it through the mask and all that, uh, out on the, the playground playing games uh, around recess time. It is a wonderful, joyous time. Uh, it is a time for learning. And today, uh, and this year, this school year at least, uh, it's also a time for, for added precaution uh, and, uh, and risk mitigation. And so, uh, to help understand how things are going uh, around the state, here uh, there have been a few districts uh, to get things started today. You heard from Doug Perry, an official with the Murray School District, a, a moment ago before the break, talking about how things went there. He was uh, very encouraged by what he saw, very encouraged that it will give way to much great learning, uh, this, uh, this school district as it transpires. And now, uh, shifting gears a little bit, we're going to have a look at another district uh, which has opened up, that the Wasatch County School District. Joining me on the line is Dr. Garrick Peterson, Director of Academics. Doctor, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me, what has caught your attention most? What will you remember the most about this day as students have returned to school? Yeah, a lot like Doug, the thing that uh, kind of strikes me the most, and I, even my own kids, my kids, just like you were just saying, they were so excited for school today. I have a middle schooler and an elementary kid, and as I w we were out of the schools today, we saw that same excitement uh, for kids coming in. I, you know, again, maybe people took going to school for granted. It's always been an exciting day, like Christmas, Easter, first day of school. Those are the exciting days of the year, at least in my home. But it had that same excitement uh, today. Uh, of course, a few different things when they got there uh, because of the pandemic, a few different rules and procedures to learn. But the, the excitement and the feel was the same. And, and the the ability to be with their friends and to be welcomed by their teachers. I, I saw 
kids running up and saying hi to their teacher from last year, and just that it, that same excitement was just all over the place. The fun on the playground was out there. Um, just uh, it just had a good excitement to us. Uh, how have they done with the implementation of these new guidelines? Are they eager to do that, knowing that to to comply with these guidelines may prolong this time they're able to spend with their friends? How was compliance? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that uh, we've been able to message well, and I think our parents and our students have, have really accepted the challenges. You know, these these guidelines are 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 not so much about compliance, but about vision. Mm. And what what we have a vision of is if that our teachers are healthy they can be in front of our kids teaching them and that's the best way to learn but our teachers have to be there and but for order in order for them to be there they need to be there in front of them and so we're going to do things to keep them healthy and, and in order for our kids to learn they need to be there um absenteeism is 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 a tough thing on on learning academics so so we're going to do what we need to to do there and that's a that's a vision and so there's some things we need to do like uh, wear a mask and to have good hygiene and to stay home when we're sick so that we can carry out that vision of having our kids learn all the academic things that we want them to learn this year. So with with that kind of in mind, our, 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 I think our parents have done great. They've been excited. They've been very supportive. Uh, our kids in, in the school today, everyone was there. They, they had masks on um, uh, and uh, – it seems like people are ready to be a team on this and keep us open and keep the learning going forward. Anything you observed in the schools today catch you off guard, or did you see something you didn't quite expect that uh, you know either in the positive or maybe gives way to uh, to reevaluating some approaches? Uh, you know, not not surprised, but you know, people people are thankful. I think again, when you have something taken away from you, to to be able to. Uh, have that back again is a big deal, and I, th I think kids, parents, teachers, I, I think the excitement for the teachers, for the most part, to be back with their kids, they've just been been waiting for that. I think one of the things that we'll see, not not overly surprised, you know, we, we ran a six-week summer program for all of our kids who um, fell behind a little bit that we picked up in the last two and a half months of the school year, and we brought mm -hmm. them in, and so we had been running something uh, for six weeks with kind of some of these same measures. So we'd kind of work through some of the kinks this summer. But also, the, you know, we'll, we'll have to continue to tweak things to make sure that we are safe, um, whether it be the way we work a, a lunchroom or the way uh, things happen before school. And those are things that we'll just be watching as we go and learning as we go. Um, uh, the best way to do that to, to keep things as safe as we can for the kids. The, the Wasatch County School District gave uh, parents a number of options, uh, one of them yep. being, uh, I think, the, the, the most like, aggressive approach of let's get right back to school uh, every day in the classroom, uh, maintaining these guidelines, of course. Uh, in terms of percentages, what, what percentage of capacity do you think you're operating with right now? Yeah, so we did give options. One was to, to come back full-time. One was to go half-time back for math and language arts emphasis, kind of your core, and then to do some work online. And then one was to do uh, a totally online option. Um, and we're probably sitting at about 85% uh, came back full-time. Mm. Um, uh, we're probably sitting at another 5 uh, It was still adjusting a little bit, but I would say around 5 6% that chose that half-time option. And then uh, another, uh, the, the rest uh, chose the online option. So the, mo the majority of our kids are back in school today full time. 
Um, the others, they are coming in halftime, so our elementary kids do an AM, PM. You know, one of the things we realized really early on with this, uh, and as we surveyed our parents this summer, surveyed our, our teachers, that people are processing it different, and they're putting priorities on different things. And some, some people are putting their priority on, on physical uh, well-being, and others are putting a priority on social-emotional well-being. And some, God, i got to just get my kids back in there because maybe things didn't go well academically at home, and they're prioritizing different things. So we wanted to make sure to give them options. And, and I think that's really helped our, our parents be supportive of the fact that they, that they have had choice. Um, and and uh, have kind of been able to choose what's the best for their fa family circumstances, but but we do probably have about eighty five percent in the building today full time. The 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 five six percent you mentioned who are in the hybrid circumstance right now. If those parents, uh, if they observe that you know th this district's got it sorted out, they uh, have some guidelines that are being well implemented and safety is being maintained. Can those students come back, or do they need to wait uh, for uh, like a term to expire or something? Yeah, well, we've got it right now as a term. Um, we will look at individual circumstances there, yeah. and, and, you know, we do try to accommodate when it, whenever it's possible. But to take too many kids back and really force class sizes up yeah. would be a, a tough thing. And so there will be a balance that's, that's reached there. For the most part, we told them to think of this as as uh, more of a, a term to a half a year, like be thinking long-term with this, this, that this is a choice. Um, but, of course, we'll, we'll work with individual circumstances where we can accommodate without hurting uh, the others that made another choice as well. We don't want class sizes to run too big there. Yeah. Uh, last question I'll ask you. It stems from a document the district distributed, the school reopening plan. Uh, if you skip down a few pages, it has some guidelines that are specific for students, uh, a number of very common sense things, talking about sitting in an assigned seat, wearing a face covering, washing your hands when appropriate. But at the very top of the list of all the guidelines uh, which have been given to students, the very first thing reads, prepare to engage in learning no matter the format. Based on what you've observed today, Doctor, uh, these students, uh, they have a circumstance in which learning can take place? Yeah. I, I think I think we, we really came up, and of course it was a lot of work and a lot of input, and you, you do rely completely. This works as well as your teachers are capable of pulling it off like anything in education. And we do have some great teachers in our district that are, are on the front lines of this and making it what it is. But, yeah, I think the kids came back ready to engage today. And I will say this, those were the full-time. The same with I went in a couple classrooms today that are our hybrid, and those kids were just as engaged. And our online parents today were showing up to pick up their computers. We're a one-to-one -one district, so if you're online or in class, you get, you get a computer no matter what. And so they were all showing up to get their computer today. Yeah. They'll go through orientation tomorrow. Doc, doctor, I, I, I got I to gotta cut you off. That music means I got to take a break. But thank you okay. so much for your work. Uh, quick break. Back with more here on KSL News Radio.